Sanu juggled it. Now going to throw it. Tee it up for Julio Jones. Julio's there and it's going. Welcome back. We're here again with uh, another new segment called Who Who Hurt You? Ouch. So we're yeah, we're going to try to pick out some players who may have been hurt by um, trades that were made in the offseason. So today we're going to be focusing on two players. One is going to be Mike Evans and how he's going to be hurt by Tom Brady. And another is going to be Devin Singletary, how he's going to be hurt probably by Josh Allen, by the... Zach Moss, uh, maybe with Stefan Diggs coming in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to go over Mike Evans, and then JC will go over Devin Singletary. So as we do, let's just jump right into it. So my argument here is that there will be a receiver on the Buccaneers who's going to be hurt by the incoming of Tom Brady, and that receiver, in my opinion, is going to be Mike Evans. We have uh, a receiver in Mike Evans who typically works on the outside, uh, is typically um, you know, targeted downfield. Then you have Chris Godwin who works, uh, you know, he does do outside, but he is more crossing routes. He is more intermediate passing, which is kind of the Julian Edelman role where uh, Tom Brady had that safety net. And here we have a better, in my opinion, Julian Edelman, bigger, faster, stronger, um, younger. So you have a guy here who could have a, a massive season in Chris Godwin. You also have, Gronkowski coming back, we know that there is a huge connection between Tom Brady and Gronk. So that, again, is going to take away from from uh, Mike Evans. So that's a major concern for me is, is people kind of targeting um, him. And then you have a quarterback, too, that's going to be, or you would think, so here is the, the preconceived notion for Tom Brady. You would say, we have a quarterback coming in here who is much more efficient so obviously the yards won't be as much. Um, touchdowns probably won't be as much because he doesn't need to be coming out on the field over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. if he's not going to be throwing 30 interceptions on the air. Um, so that is an argument. <clears throat> However, we do have quarterbacks like Dak Prescott who threw for 30 touchdowns and only 11, not only, but 11 interceptions um, who threw for 4,900 yards. I think people really forget how elite Dak Prescott can be. Um, so he had a pretty big year. I think pretty quietly had a pretty big year. Um, yeah. So he still had a lot of yards. He had a lot of touchdowns and he had a third of the interceptions. So you can still throw the yardage and the interceptions. Um, I'm not saying that Tom Brady will do that. Um, if you look at the uh, percentages uh, for passing, Jameis Winston, or the completion percentage, Jameis Winston and Tom Brady were right on top of each other for their uh, completion yeah. percentage. A lot of people don't don't realize how similar uh, some of their metrics were outside of the interceptions. Yep. Very, very, very similar, very interesting. yeah. Yeah, so you're, you have a guy who he may not be as efficient. Like, there may be... I mean, I don't know we can say that. there. I don't know if there'll be as many overthrows or underthrows or what will bring that per- percentage. I think he'll increase his percentage this year, but I think it will be due to the tight end situation and a Chris Godwin uh, character instead of the Julian Edelman. So in my opinion, that's where that downfall is going to happen. If you look at the, the um, you can look at the tree charts that they have, the charts, the passing charts. Um, 
Tom Brady usually sticks in with the short intermediate passes now. Like he's usually just kind of chipping away 10 yards, five yards, screen passes. And that's where Chris Godwin gets Mm -hmm. his yardage. He's the guy that catches the ball and then makes yards happen after the catch. Mm -hmm. So he he could be a guy that has a, a huge, huge year this year. And we may see a D, uh, you know, him, Mike Evans deflate. You had Josh Gordon on the Patriots last year for 11 games, and he caught one touchdown. Hmm. And, I mean, you can say, hey, uh, he's been out of the game for a while, but it's hard to say that Josh Gordon's physicality, like he wasn't an elite receiver. Like he he had the talent there. It's just he had a lot of – he had like 400-plus yards in 11 games. I mean, and he was that Mike Evans role. Now, Mike Evans is bigger, um, and then he's probably obviously probably more in shape. Um, probably is a little more focused, but still, I think that that's where the issues are going to be. So who hurt you, Mike Evans? It was Tom Brady. <laughs> well, just to kind of, um, jump or piggyback off of that. Um, yeah, you, you made a good point with Josh Gordon there, obviously different players, different stages of their career, but, um, similar roles in a way, um, you would think, you know, Mike Evans, big play guy um and you you won't really see many of those huge huge plays with with brady anymore i don't think he just has Mm -hmm. that arm anymore i'm not saying it's not going to happen but and you know mike evans was just that big play guy and then when they got into the red zone um you know godwin had had some success there but obviously Mm -hmm. obviously that's where evans uh really succeeded and now with gronk there um that being Brady's one of Brady's favorite targets in the red zone. He should yeah. definitely be um, be seeing a lot of utiliza- utilization there. So you bring up some good points. Um, I agree with everything that you are saying. I think Chris Godwin, and I think for the most part of the fantasy community is saying that Chris Godwin is the top Bucks receiver that should be drafted. Um, mm-hmm. How low do you, I know we're going to do a wide receiver episode here soon, how high or low do you have Evans as far as um, rankings? Yeah, I mean, when you look at the stats of receiving yards for the, for last year's players, um, if you're going to go the whole year, you're going to look at our receiving our receptions. Let's let's go click with uh, receptions. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Mike Evans for uh, Chris Godwin. I'm sorry, at 86 um, receptions total on the year, and then. Mike Evans, you have a 67. Mm-hmm. He did miss some games. So, he did miss some games. He did, he did miss some games. Yep, he did miss some games. Uh, yards on the year, you have uh, Chris Godwin at a total of 1,333, and you got Mike Evans at 1,157. Mm-hmm. So I think he was like, even if you have like a tight end thrown in there with Travis Kelsey, I think he's like 13 on the list for receiving yards. And that could go lower. Like mm-hmm. he, Mike Evans may fall out of the top 10. Um, if you're going based on this data that we have here, you you have, if you look at the tree charts, at least, at least every single week, you have Chris Godwin catching one to two balls behind the line of scrimmage for a screenplay and running. And I feel like yeah. that's where he's going to, I mean, Tom Brady would love that. Like these quick passes, like there's, there isn't really a James white guy on the bucks. And mm-hmm. if, Chris Godwin can become like this Linus, like, you know, screen pass, intermediate passes, um, slant routes. He can be the guy that like 
you know, right. we could say he made how what would be the increase in targets that he has? How many more yeah, catches will he have this year? Yeah, I agree. So he could Chris Godwin, there could be an argument for him to be the wide receiver one next year or this year. Oh, I mean if if he gets in the end zone um double digit times, there's there's a chance. That's definitely true. Mm-hmm. I think I think for Evans it's gonna come down to touchdowns and you know, if you look at his career, he's had an awesome career, but PPR yeah. rankings for, for Evans, uh last year fifteen, the year before nine, seventeen, three, wide receiver three in twenty sixteen, twenty three and fifteen and then thirteen in his rookie year. And if you look mm-hmm. at his quote unquote down years, he's never really had a down year, but it came down to touchdowns. He had three touchdowns in 2015 when he ranked 23rd and five in uh, 2017 when he was 17th. Um, so, in, and uh, like I said, I, I think it's just going to come down to touchdowns. He's been, you know, double digits a couple times and then he's had eight in the last couple of years. So if he yeah. stays around like that six to seven, maybe even eight number, um, solid numbers but you'd imagine that his targets his receptions yardage will will go down a little bit just with the increase uh targets that people like Gronk and maybe you know Keyshawn Vaughn in the in the backfield might might get mm-hmm. so yeah you uh, also have a, a changing from a quarterback that force fed his receivers to the point of throwing 30 interceptions you also <laughs> yeah. are going to a quarterback now that is a little more smart and yep. uh, patient and one that is probably not going to be forcing players the ball. Like he will pick out his receivers. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to determine that. Um, you know who he's throwing yeah. to, who's open. He will scan the field and will be able to do so. Whereas J- James Winston is just like I'm. I'm falling down and I'm just going to hurl the ball up and hope someone catches it. <laughs> like and then Mike Evans will come down with a touchdown. Like that's the kind of player that the quarterback that they had. So yeah. it's a totally different um, scheme or totally different players and. You know, it's going to be a different team. So I'm just excited to see what happens. Being a Bucks fan, so I'm super excited of for course, it. Of course, of course. I am too. I am too. Yeah. Um, well, if, you, um, if you're all set there with Mike That's Evans, we'll, we'll jump into our second guy that uh, is, is hurt. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's going to be Devin Singletary. And not hurt in the way of injury, but hurt in, uh, in the way of value. And so Singletary right now is going... Uh, as roughly uh, running back two um, in PPR rankings, he's around 20th, right around there. Um, looking at the sleeper right now, they have him at 20th in ADP as far as running backs go. And, you know, that's a, that's a right around where most people have him, but he ended the year, um, you know, he had a, he had a solid year and he ended the year pretty well. Um, he had an injury that, took him out of the last game but everyone's thinking that this guy's going to be a, a workhorse back now that frank gore is gone and um that he's showed flashes of, of potentially breaking out on a team that is slowly uh getting better and better and now possibly the best team in the nfc or obviously i should say afc east um but i have some concerns and and you agreed with me on, on some of these uh for devin singletary um, similar to Mike Evans, there's been some additions to his team that might take away, um, you know, some of his his numbers, uh, especially on on the touchdown side of things. I think, um, and that's going to be the addition of 
of Stefan Diggs, as you said. So we are um, Buffalo fans are hoping to see a better usage of the wide receiver position and, and an increase in uh, passing attempts from Josh Allen. So obviously we, we can see that, you know, they've made a pretty big trade. So you obviously think that they would use him a lot. Um, but they did, um, they did draft Zach Moss, uh, in the third round, um, mm-hmm. from, uh, from LSU. And, um, you know, that that's, he, he's not going to take the Frank Gore role, um, because Frank Gore really started off as the lead back in the beginning of the year, but he's definitely going to bring, um, bring value to this, to this backfield. So obviously Singletary is going to be the lead back, but, but I definitely think this could be a running back by committee. Um, and I, I think people can't oversee uh, the the investment that Buffalo did with Zach Moss. Um, they didn't have a first round pick, second round pick. Um, they they went defense, and then third round here they went with Zach Moss. So um, there are going to going to be some uh, red zone touches that I foresee Zach Moss getting. Not to mention Josh Allen already uh, taking a lot of those goal line red zone touches uh, red zone rushes to the house there um last year Corey, i'm going to give you trivia here take a guess here mm-hmm. how many rushing touchdowns did buffalo running backs have last year i'm going to say six that's very close four only four Ooh, i was going to say four at first i was like <laughs> way too low they only had four and most of that is because of josh allen and Mm-hmm. He's he's going to still have that role. Um, but the other reason why they had only four is, especially on for Singletary, they were a terrible red zone rushing team. Um, his efficiency at the goal line and the opportunities that he had really brought down what, um, what Devin, Devin Singletary was bringing to that team, especially when they got to the red zone and to goal-to-go situations. So um, you can't expect that he's going to get many more. I'm sure he'll get some more, especially now with Frank Gorgon, but you can't expect that number to increase radically, uh, you know, double digits, you know, because of the, the rushing ability of, of Josh Allen. But there are a couple other concerning things that I, that I saw as I was looking at some of his numbers. Singletary was second in the league and fumble rate. Um, Mm. Chris Carson was number one. And Singletary, uh, number two. And, you know, rookie year, obviously, you, you get a little, you know, a little leeway from your coaches. But, man, you start fumbling the ball, and those coaches will put you in the doghouse. So uh, if that continues to be an issue, that could be um, that could be something that could hurt his value. Um, in addition to this, this one was really interesting. Did not know this, but um, Singletary faced – only 5% of his rushing attempts in a loaded, quote-unquote, loaded box. So eight defenders or more in the box. 5%. So compare that to, uh, for example, Christian McCaffrey. I'm not comparing them, the players, but uh, McCaffrey had almost 24% uh, of rushes with a loaded box. And then just Mm -hmm. on his own team, Frank Gore, 37%. So um, you would imagine that now that teams have seen what Singletary can do, that they're definitely going to load the box a little bit more. Um, 
maybe not to the level of like the 20%, 30%, but definitely. But even the then they've, yeah, but even then they've seen like only 5%, like do we, do we really need to even load the box? Yeah. You know, he, he, what he did with those uh, numbers was impressive, but you would imagine that yeah. at least a little bit more, which, which is going to make his, um, you know, make his journey to, you know, over a thousand yards, which is what most uh, people are going to expect from him. Pretty difficult. Um, now mm-hmm. he is, he, he is utilized um, in the passing game a little bit. He is explosive, but um, once he, once he receives contact, his numbers start to diminish. So he's good at evading contact, but as soon as he, he does um, get hit at all, he is not good at, um, at rushing after first contact. So his numbers are really low in those areas mm. as well. So um, a lot to, a lot to look at, a lot to consider there. I still have him probably as a low, low end RB two. Um, you know, as I said, sleeper has him uh, low teens, high twenties. I probably have him mid twenties or low end RB two in a, in a 12 team league. Yeah. Um, but uh but yeah, something to something to consider for sure for someone that that people are expecting to have a breakout year. Yeah, and then to cap that off, um, first I think you had mentioned Zach Mosses from LSU, but it's uh, Utah. Um, and then I it just came out today that Buffalo Bills attempted to trade up for Zach Moss, um, mm. so they really wanted him. Yeah. And then patience bit off obviously because they got him. So this was a guy that they were like we got to get this guy because he's probably going to be taken. And then obviously they couldn't make a trade and he fell to them. So they were obviously pretty happy about that. So a guy that they're going to be utilizing, especially if they thought he, he maybe was a second round reach or, you know, trading up in the third to get. So Mm, something to keep in mind with that as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. Look at that. Adding, adding more to, uh, to the fire of these guys being hurt. It's tough. Yep. We still like these guys. I think obviously there's there's value to be had. So it just depends on where where you have have them ranked and where they fall to you. But but definitely something to consider. Yep. All right, guys. So don't draft Mike Evans. Uh, <laughs> let me take him in like the third, and then um, <laughs> yeah. leave Devin Singletary for like round seven. I, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. See you later.